I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thank you for listening to Your Working Life, my podcast series featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena. I know that you spend a significant portion of your life at work, so I'm on a mission to provide you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. And I'm so delighted to have my special guest, Rita Allen, is with me. Rita, welcome. It's so good to have you on the show. Thank you, Caroline. It's a pleasure to be here. I want to tell our audience a little bit about you, and then we're going to dive into a juicy conversation. Rita (laughs) Allen is the president of Rita B. Allen Associates, a provider of career management consulting and coaching services for individuals and organizations representing a variety of industries, including high tech, biotechnology, financial services, professional services, medical device and pharmaceutical, also academia, healthcare, and retail consumer products. And I want to remind everybody that Rita has an extraordinary monthly blog called Rita's Career Corner on the Global Business Hub section of boston.com. So you should definitely, definitely check that out. So Rita, we're going to be talking about managing your mind and body for a more successful career. And I want to start by asking, what does mind and body have to do with successful career and a fulfilling career in life? Well, we've all heard how important it is to take care of ourselves both physically and mentally, emotionally to live a happy life. Um, So what I'm suggesting is that why don't we make that correlation to successful and fulfilling career as well? If we take care of ourselves and which is really not an option, right? It's, it's a requirement and a prerequisite. If we want to have a successful career uh, then, and a happy life, we really need to uh, be very mindful of how we're taking care of our, ourselves, both physically and mentally, because there is a correlation uh, with, with that to you know, how we actually engage at work and how we show up, how successful we are, how we, how, how we perform. I'm so glad to hear you say that. You know, I really believe 100% that it's a holistic approach. And I hear so many people talk about work-life balance as if they're separate entities. And I think we need to approach it as integration, right? How do we how do we live and, and focus on our career and our, our health and our well-being? So I'd love, I'd love to hear your take, though. How does one impact the other? Well, I, first of all, I, I'm a big believer that you know we're we're in charge of our own destiny uh-huh. and and our happiness you know we we can't we can't expect other people to make us happy or we can't rely on other people to you know make us miserable or 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 the alter- yeah. alternative um so i think that both happiness and positivity kind of play a dual role in both our personal and professional decisions and outcomes so it really impacts um how we are responsible every day as we make choices for ourselves. Um, we're living in a world that's constantly changing. There's a lot of uncertainty, but also opportunity. So how we choose to frame our outlook, how we show up, how we engage, how we put forth energy in our work and relationships is solely our responsibility and no one else's. So we have to make a conscious decision of how we're going to do that. 
I, I and how we that. nourish our mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you 100%. And I agree, we've got a choice, right? And and we alone are accountable. I, I like how you said we're responsible and we are accountable to our own destiny, right? I think so many people lay back and let things happen to them and we need to be more in control. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, and it is, I, I think that's the part that kind of holds people back is, you know, they're, they're always thinking that, well, if this didn't happen or if that didn't happen, and the reality is that's life. Things are going to happen that we can't control. All we can control is how we react to it. There's a, there's a great um, quote, and I, I, would ha- I will have to get you who it's by, but it says, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're <laughs> If you're at peace, you're living in the present. I like it. Do you believe that? Yes. That's beautiful. So what about stress management, right? I mean, a lot of people, myself included, are are navigating stress in their lives. So is it it stress management or is it really something different? Well, I think it's, it's a little bit different. However, the outcome, if we don't manage our mind and body well, then I believe the outcome is stress, okay? But... We, and we can't, I, I think it'd be foolish to think we can eliminate stress in our lives completely because, right. you know, there will be stress, but it's how we manage it that rather than allowing it to manage us that makes the difference. Um, and and that's why we have to find that sort of inner peace. And I, I won't even say balance because, you know, there's no such thing as balance. I agree. But it's being able to find that, that, that inner peace. And it's not easy, but it is. It is possible and it's vital for our health. You know, the older I get, I, I'm just thankful every day for good health, you know. And, and you know, it's about health, it's about wellness, and that ad- automatically plays a role in how successful we are um, in, in our careers, too. So I do believe s- stress is related, is sort of an, it, it overlaps, but I do believe that it's also kind of a, it, it's not necessarily the same thing. I, I think there it's a sort of a sub-factor. Got it. Thank you for distinguishing the two. So, Rita, you and I are, are in, in this field where there's a lot of research and study about emotional intelligence and how this can often be a predictor of success. Do you think that emotional intelligence is part of this conversation with mind-body-spirit? I do. I do. I really believe that. Because managing our emotions is being able to do that is really critical um, and and being able to maintain perspective and a lot of times really um, staying being able to stay focused on the right things and being able to stay positive and optimistic really does require us to be able to know ourselves really well and know what those triggers are and that's really you know it's a big part of emotional intelligence being aware of the triggers that that really get us going those hot buttons as well as what kind of triggers other people have so that and being empathetic and being socially aware so we understand how we impact others so if if we know that then that can help us gain more positive control even in the most difficult of situations and also being able to take over that negative self-talk yeah. that can derail us from doing our best work take um again that's part of you know emotional intelligence being able to take some risks allowing our ourselves to push in new ways, try new things. Um, Again, that requires a a good, healthy level of emotional intelligence um, so that we can replace a lot of negative talk with positive talk, with uplifting and inspiring thoughts as well as behaviors. 
and knowing how to reach out to other people for help. And, you know, EQ is all about that self-awareness, that social awareness, being able to self-manage as well as build strong relationships. So I, I do think uh, developing our EQ skills is really critical and, and it, it has a, a strong place in this conversation. I love the term you use, triggers, right? Part of it is being self-actualized, self-aware, so you know what your triggers are. And I think that's so important because we can get ahead of it, right? And we right. can Absolutely. prevent things. And we have such a an opportunity to change our consciousness at any point in the day. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So yeah. let, let's get very specific. Rita, what are some tips for managing our mind and our body? Well, one thing I suggest is keep a journal. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about those triggers, and uh, but keep a journal for, to, so that you can sort of capture reflections on a daily, weekly basis. And, and I'm not talking about diary writing, but just, you know, kind of just jot down, jot down some bullets, some thoughts in terms of, being able to help you identify what your passions are, as well as uncover what those stressors are, um, really knowing what makes us tick so that we can manage our thoughts and our behaviors in a more effective way. Um, so awareness is, is very enlightening. So again, it can, it can really help us understand the source, source of stress and what ways we need to be better at taking care of ourselves, whether it be our mind, our body. Um, you know, uh, of course, another tip is just accept the fact that we can't change or control other people or situations. And again, believe me, I know this is a lot easier said than done. But all we can do is 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 manage how we react to them, um, and making a choice every day that determines how we're going to do deal with things in our lives, whether it's other people or or situations. Um, and and realizing too when situations are beyond our control. Um, staying positive, you know, again, I know that this is easier said than done, but surround yourself with positive influences yeah. and, and make a choice to stay positive, be optimistic, interact with people that are positive, you know, dis- disconnect from people and situations that are negative. Um, also, you know, practice effective time management. I yes. find time management yes. is such a derailer for so many of us. I know when I when I let my time get a, you know in, get ahead of me, as opposed to being really structured with my time, it, I I suffer. So I work really hard in in managing my time very efficiently. Um, and then of course you know the eat healthily, eat healthy, um, in terms of making wise choices for what we're you know consuming, whether it's food, beverage, portions, um, you know, uh, making sure that that we were taking time to know our body. Like I realized that, you know, cutting out many years ago, I cut out soda because yes. that was just, that would get me, you know, it would give me migraine headaches. And you know, so it's little things like that. And of course, you know, be active, get plenty of exercise, get plenty of sleep. When I know I have a really demanding week, I make sure I sleep more that week and I make sure I eat, you know, even healthier and I make sure I, I stay active and get the exercise uh, and, and, you know, I'm not sure that I'm saying anything people don't already know, but it's 
it, we don't always do what we know, yeah. right? You know, I, I so. agree. And, and we need to remind ourselves and we need to remember that we have a conscious decision to make every day throughout several points in the day. So good for you. I like it. Good practical <laughs> advice. So so let's look at the, the gender divide, right? So we've got a lot of demographics in the workforce today. Do you think this concept of managing your mind and body differs by gender or even even generation? Yeah, I, I thought long and hard about that because we are definitely in a time where we have such a, a, a variety of demographics in the workplace um, and in life in general. And, I, you know, I, I, I believe to a certain extent in that we're motivated differently, you know, whether it's by gender or, or, or generation. Um, I definitely think there's especially generational differences. Um, but we're also in a global, you know, marketplace and workforce now. So we even have that, you know, the multicultural differences that we see every right. day. Right. Um, and so I, I do think that, you know, because we're motivated differently and our experiences are different, our priorities will be different. And and especially as we evolve through life and career phases, too, that that plays a big role, too. Um but however, I think the principles really are the same in terms of foundation, some of the things we've already talked about. You know, I, I don't know that it really makes a difference if you're male or female or what generation you're you're coming from. Um, I think some of these foundational principles really do apply and are the same. It's just, you know, the motivations might be different and how some of the, the, the strategies might be a little bit different. Like here I am talking about time management, the way that I I enforce and stay focused on making sure I'm practicing time management effectively will probably uh, be a little bit not will, is a little different than, you know, my, my kids who are in their, their you know, 20s. Um, mm -hmm. So I think how we practice some of these uh, tips and strategies might be a little bit different, but I do think the foundation is pretty much the same. And I think if anything, one difference though is that I think the millennials, they appreciate the the need for some balance. And they do. yeah, and, and also another tip that I always um, uh, like to give too is giving back and helping others within your profession or your commit your community. I think that's another way that really keeps us um, you know, volunteering, serving on committees, board, mentoring, making a difference. I think that there's nothing more rewarding than that. And that can really inspire us and um, in ways that can really re be rewarding in terms of um, managing, you know, our minds and, and bodies in a healthy way. I think the millennials, that that's something that's important to them. It's not, I think that's something they really are very um, good at and excel at because they've kind of grown up with that. So I think that some some of this probably will be easier for some generations to practice than others and, and vice versa. So, you know, I think it plays out differently, but I think foundationally, the, the principles, I think, apply to everybody. You know, I agree with you about the millennials. I, I am actually very appreciative of that generation because they're 
systematically changing the way we look at work and life. And it, it's right. causing a beautiful sort of uh, revolution in the career world in that employers are saying, look, I cannot work my, my people to death, right? Because they're stressed and they're sick and they're debilitated and they're right. leaving, right? So in order to, to respect and honor the talent pool, you've got to treat them well and let them integrate uh, all of these ideas that, that you're mentioning. So cheers to the millennials. They're, they're helping, Absolutely. you know, they're helping the older Absolutely. generations. Yeah. I, know. I, I, I say every day, I, I get inspired by, by my kids who are millennials. And, you know, I'm I'm at the gym more now because of them. I'm yeah. even healthier because of them. So absolutely, I think um, our, our, my, hat's, my hat goes off to that, that generation. We're learning absolutely. a lot. We them. are. We are. So Rita, tell us about your blog. It's Rita's Career Corner on the Global Business Hub section of Boston.com. Tell us more. Right. So every month I have a topic that has to do with career management. Um, a couple of months ago, I wrote about, you know, tips for your next job interview. Um, I've written about, um, uh, you know, how to um, uh, market yourself more effectively, networking tips. There's always a, a, a topic every month. And you can also post a question as well if, uh, if you'd like to, a, a question that's uh, career related. So, um, you, yeah, so it's again, it's the Global Business Hub section, and I uh, certainly encourage everybody to take a look, take a peek, and also my website, too. Yes, and tell us the uh, the address of your website. Yes, it's um, Rita B. Allen Associates, all spelled out, dot com. Wonderful. Now, something really exciting. You've got a forthcoming book called Personal Branding and Marketing Yourself. Tell me more. Yes, I'm very excited. It's uh, I'm, I'm at the tail end of, of having it ready to go and be published. Um, so I'm hoping in the next uh, few months that it will be ready. And it really will be, a, a, I'm hoping, a very helpful guide for people uh, in terms of really being able to get a better handle on identifying uh, and, and enhancing and building and articulating their personal brand. Um, and I, what I call using the marketing, the three P's uh, technique of marketing yourself, preparation, packaging, and presentation. And in this book, I'll give some tips and tools and strategies, and hopefully it will be a, a great resource that people will use time and again throughout their career. I have every confidence it will. And Rita, I hope you'll come back again when the book is live and launched so we can talk about it in more detail. Thank you so much. It's always, you're welcome. It's always such a joy to have you on the show. And you always have such great wisdom and expertise. And I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to to be on. And uh, I wish you have a, a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning into Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. True career and life satisfaction is possible, and it's time to embrace what you love doing so you can do more of it. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Take good care.